to Chapter 6 of The King's Secret. I ascended the stairs in a daze. What kind of absolute disaster had I stumbled into? When I reached my pod, I was surprised to find Carlin handing out drinks to the other residents. Owen! He called out when he spotted me. Care for a pint? I didn't drink much, even though I was within the legal limit, but a stiff drink sounded like a great idea to settle my nerves. Actually, yes. I approached and he handed me a pint of bright red frothy cider. Red, huh? You've had a hell of a day. His statement confused me until I looked around. All the other boys' glasses held different colored drinks, most of which were green or yellow. A few were blue. You have no idea, I chuckled nervously. So, what is this? It's enchanted cider, the little leprechaun smiled a wicked grin. It adjusts to suit the drinker's needs. I'd suggest only one for you. Red is feckin' strong. Interesting. I took a sip. It tasted great, sweet and slightly tangy, but as it hit my stomach, I felt its effect and chuckled. Holy shit! Carlin laughed loudly, drawing the attention of the other students, a few of which glared at him in entitled disgust. The others stared at me in curiosity. I didn't care. I'd been raised to have eyes on me at all times. I simply continued talking to Carlin. <laughs> this is... damn. He laughed again and took the cup from me, pouring half of it out into a nearby pail. I don't think you'll need a whole cup. You'd be sicker than a dog in the morning. Thanks. I laughed and took another sip. I now understand why the Celts enjoy their drinks so much. If we had something like this at home, we'd never get anything done. A little magic goes a long way. He shot me a wink. Yours is far stronger than anyone else's here. Mind if I ask what happened today? My good mood vanished as I thought about Ada getting beaten just a few doors down while I'd talked with Malia. Carlin's eyes bulged as the liquid in my cup turned black. Yikes! Forget I asked. But maybe don't drink that. He reached for the cup, but I held it up and examined the liquid. Why? What does black do? Let him have it, Lucky. Joseph interjected from my left. I could see the leprechaun's annoyance at the nickname, but he didn't bother correcting the viscount. Instead, he turned back to me. Black typically knocks people out. Some use it so they can sleep through grief. For others, it acts as a truth serum. Joseph walked towards me, a cocky grin in place. Whose truth would you like spilled, Joey? The buzz from the two sips I had already taken fueled my mouth. Mine or yours. It would appear that people here like you. Would they still like you if they knew what your father did two years ago? His nose curled in anger and he tried to act like my words didn't bother him. Spreading false rumors is defamement, young prince. Spreading the legs of young boys is a far worse offense, I whispered and took a sip of the liquid. Its taste had changed to something akin to cough syrup don't you think? Joseph huffed and turned away. Only the three of us had heard what I'd said, but it didn't stop the other students from whispering. Carlin reached for my cup again. Owen, please. 
I'll take it to my room. I smiled down at him warmly. I won't be able to sleep much tonight anyway. Perhaps it will help. He nodded and lowered his hand. I'd advise against future altercations, young prince. Gossip is horrid through the affluent students. I don't mind gossip, I stated falsely, interested to find that I was neither tired nor unable to lie. I'm used to it. You, on the other hand, you shouldn't have to put up with their shit. None of them would be able to live a single day on their own out in the real world. Yet they're so rude. I can't stand that attitude. Want to know a secret? He whispered, and I leaned down close to listen. I don't put up with it, but these dullards are too stupid to realize it. I'm a leprechaun, after all. We're known to be tricksters. He winked, and I chuckled. Good. Hey, I hadn't thought about this until just now, but is there an alarm clock in our room? I'm used to my chambermaid waking me, but that's obviously not going to happen here. Oh, he shimmied out from behind the keg of cider and strode off towards my room. Yeah, let me show you. I followed, placing my hand on the door and letting us in. He dug around in one of the desk drawers and pulled out a small black box. What time do you want to get up? Five? I set my cup down, fully fascinated by the little device. Carlin held it up, his magic flowing through him and igniting his eyes with blue energy. To set these, you just focus your energy and think about the time. Now, to shut them off, you do the exact same. But you might have to chase it down if you don't get up fast enough. Chase it? I asked in astonishment. It can move? After his energy quelled, he handed me the little box. I examined it thoroughly, still mightily confused about how it could move. Yes, these little buggers are fast, so be sure to get up. I almost always end up chasing one of these through the halls daily. I laughed and set the box down by my desk. Will do. Thank you, Carlin. You're most welcome. He moved towards the door. Have a good night, Owen. I wished him a good night as he exited. I knocked back the rest of my drink and got ready for bed. As my head hit the pillow, I understood Carlin's concern. The room spun and vanished completely as I was consumed by sleep. This concludes Chapter 6 of The King's Secret. I hope you enjoyed this reading, and I hope you'll return for Chapter 7. Have a great week, and I will see you all next time. Bye-bye!